This is Ron Thurston, and we're in Memphis, Tennessee today with Charlie Gorman and Tim Chafin from Buff City Soap. Welcome to Retail in America. This podcast is part of the Retail in America tour and an Airstream trailer, my year-long journey to discover incredible retail heroes all across the country, celebrating our retail culture, community, and careers. Go to RetailPride.com or on Instagram at RetailPride to see everything that's been happening, including past episodes of this podcast, the future cities on the tour, playlists on Spotify, and so much more. Today we are in Memphis, Tennessee for episode 10 of this podcast, coming to you live from a Buff City Soap location, and I just learned how to make soap. But before we get started, I want to thank the three important title sponsors fueling the Retail in America tour and this podcast. Spotify Advertising. Spotify has grown to over 420 million monthly unique registered users around the globe, over half of which are supported on the ad platform. Spotify Advertising will help you reach and target your audience across devices, locations, and formats. Ubic. Over 300 companies in 80 countries trust Ubic to drive their retail performance at scale, get real-time visibility into multi-location business execution, digitized task management, and consistent digital mobile learning for their teams. And KWI. KWI is the industry's only true turnkey omni-channel platform for specialty retailers. With over 35 years of experience, let KWI help you execute flawlessly with the features that matter most, including endless aisle, clienteling, mobile checkout, inventory management, e-commerce, and more. The links to learn all about these three great brands will be in the show notes and at retailpride.com. And so with that, let's get started. This is a very special episode because I have two of the local brand presidents and franchise owners here with me in a Buff City Soap location with a live audience in Memphis, Tennessee, Charlie Gorman and Tim Chafin. I want to share a little more about the Buff City Soap brand, and then I'll turn it over to Charlie and Tim to let them share their stories. So currently, they're open in 29 states and 218 locations. Their purpose is to make life smell wonderful, one handmade soap at a time. 100% of the products are handmade daily by their local team in their soap makery, and the customers can experience their beauty and laundry products handmade right in front of their eyes. This also means that each store creates all of its own inventory and only produces what is necessary and favored by that local customer. No complicated ingredients or confusing language, just plant-based goodness, because that's the Buff City Soap way. And with that, welcome to Retail in America, Tim and Charlie. Thank you. We're so happy you're here. Thank you. Very happy to meet you both. So we're going to spend some time learning about the business here at Buff City, why it's important, what you do. But first, I'd love for you to just introduce yourselves. So let's start with you, Charlie. Tell me your Buff City story, why you started this business, why you do what you do. Sure, absolutely. So my background is in special education. My master's degree is in speech language pathology, and I loved working with young children with special needs. 
And back in 2017, I was working as a speech language pathologist and the founder of Buff City Soap, Brad Kellum's mother was one of my assistants Mm. back in the day. And so she would tell me about the soaps that were being made in his garage. Of course, I'm doing therapy, so it was going in one ear and out the other ear. But she would continue to tell me about these wonderful soaps that were being made. Mm. So for my birthday that year, she bought me a bar of soap. And, of course, at the time, you think, why is someone offering me a bar of soap for my birthday? Do I smell? (laughs) And the bar was very strong. It was a very strong scent. And so I placed the bar of soap under my cabinet, and I never used it. Christmas rolls around, and she asked me what I thought about that bar of soap that she bought me for my birthday. And I couldn't lie. And so I said, I'm so sorry I did not use it. It was too strong. And I said, I really like subtle scents. So for Christmas that year, she bought me a bar of oatmeal and honey, shower oil, and oatmeal and honey bar soap. And amazingly, three days later, my skin had never felt so soft, smooth, smelled good. It was phenomenal. So I started asking more questions. I was introduced to Brad shortly after that, and he asked me about opening up a brick and mortar location. And after many, many months of thinking about that, I decided to take the plunge into opening up a store in the small town of Covington, Tennessee, Mm. still as a speech pathologist, but absolutely fell in love with the product, um, knew nothing about business, figured it out, (laughs) and um, from there opened several locations shortly after there, so four locations in nine months, and now own several more. Wow. And what's the one thing that stands out to you most about Buff City Soap? You know, I think that it is the idea of walking into a store and our customers, they're absolutely enamored by the fact that our employees make everything inside the stores right inside of all of our locations. Mm -hmm. You know, we call it a soap makery. It's much like a bakery where you're making donuts or cupcakes. But in turn, what we're making is plant-based products that are wonderful for your skin. Mm -hmm. And so our employees absolutely take great pride in making the product that they're offering to the community, you know, the guests that we serve day in and day out. Yeah. I want to come back to more about that. But Tim, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. Tim Chafin, uh, with a large group of folks that have multiple brands. Big one for us is we have Suntan City. We're the franchisor of that concept, uh, fran- franchisee of uh, Planet Fitness as well. And then I own some local pizza places in the town I live in. So it's funny, we, we got into Buff City Soap in 2020 and never really thought we were going to get into another business. We had sold some of our uh, Planet Fitness locations, and I thought I was on the road to retirement. <laughs> and our founder reached out to me one day, and he said, hey, we're looking at this concept called Buff City Soap. And I'm like, interesting. So got in a car, drove to Jackson, Tennessee, and spent uh, half a day there and fell in love. Took my wife there with me, and we were like, this is amazing. So came back, talked to our founder. I was like, we probably need to jump into this. So did that and then went and spent about a week with Charlie and her locations. We, we heard she was the best franchisee in the system. So she was nice. She said, Hey, come spend some time here and we're going to put you to work. She did put us to work (laughs) and uh, we learned a lot and we were like, this this is something we need to jump into. Mm. Love the business, love how people are enamored with the product. Mm -hmm. Um, The way people fall in love with this product is amazing. Mm. So, And you had said to me earlier, part of your joy is that the people that work in every Buff City location are so proud to work here. 
Oh, absolutely. And, and to see them have a passion for making the products and to be proud of the things that they make, it's mind-boggling. Because here's the thing, in all the businesses I've been a part of, I, I've never really wanted my family to be kind of involved because it just complicates things. Today, my son runs one of my companies. My daughter works in one of our locations. My brother helps build them. My wife and my sister-in-law, they make soap in the stores. So my whole family's in it now. So it, they all love it. Right. And you wouldn't ask that of them if you weren't proud to own this company. Correct. Right. Correct. Incredible. Thank yep. you. So Charlie, I'd love to go a little bit deeper. Tell us more about this product in the store. Absolutely. So we make plant-based soaps. We also have several moisturizers, body butter, lotion bars, shower oil. Um, we offer bath bombs and shower fizzies. We are famous for our laundry soap. And the, the cool thing about our laundry soap is that you can customize it in anything in our entire store. So over 30 fragrances, but you can mix and match and the customers are delighted to come in and walk around and smell what they love and do a combination. If you put it on your skin or your clothes, we make it inside this store. <laughs> but how fun is it to watch it being made? I just imagine this bar full of people sitting, watching, learning, smelling things. There's so much sensation around that, which is, it's music, it's scent, it's all the best parts of retail all happen right here at this bar. Oh, absolutely. When you come in to the store, our employees have aprons on. They're covered in mica and colors and gloves. There's lots of noises. There's KitchenAid mixers going <laughs> and hand mixers making soap. Typically, people are sitting at the bar and they're watching and asking questions. We encourage them to come up and put the toppers on the soaps. We love for children to come in and anytime they can paint a free half bath bomb. So they get to paint a bath bomb and take it home for free. There's not a retail group out there that can say that they're a manufacturer and a retailer under one roof. And we are that. We make everything inside the store that we sell in the same store. Mm -hmm. And how do you minimize waste and some of this that's such an important conversation in retail today is overproduction and then what do you do with excess inventory where does it end up so the cosmetic industry fashion industry how does that apply in, in Buff City? How do you solve that problem? So we have zero waste or attempt to have zero waste. When we make a product, there's always things left over, right? And we certainly do not want those things to go in the trash can. And so we have small silicone molds that all of the product, let's say soap, if whatever's left over goes into these silicone molds, and that's how we create joy and create magic with the children that walk through the door. We mm. give those away to them for free. And of course, they're delighted and mommy's happy and they're smiling and the mommy's spends more money. Right. <laughs> I love it. Tim, what's your favorite part of this experience? What is the biggest joy that you get from that? Um, just helping the customer out and spending time with them. I mean, I, I do enjoy making the products, more so the soap. Um, I probably yeah. didn't have the best teacher at the beginning because I made soap without lie one time, <laughs> Charlie. That would be me. He's uh, not a good listener. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it, it's, you know, when we talk about customizing and things like that, it, it's retail theater for us is basically, that's what we always talk about is, is doing a retail theater and the excitement that the customer has when they know that they can make, you can make any product that they want basically in any scent that they, that we have, it, they just get excited about yeah. it. So it's just Christmas time is pretty magical. I mean, the, between Black Friday and Christmas, 
there's a lot of work that goes on there and we have a lot of product that needs to be made and we start early we start in the summertime getting ready for christmas mm. because it's so hand done yeah right and the the assorbent is curated just for this location right yeah. based on there are core product that you carry every location but there are also custom scents custom product just for this store that's correct. We, we have local lines that we let our, our people design themselves. And, uh, yeah, they get to be creative and uh, make product that they want to make for the store. So mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty impressive, actually. It is. So we are in rural Tennessee, would you say, right now? Absolutely. You know, so tell us why the joy of Tennessee and Memphis is so special to you. Well, I'm from Tennessee, right here in Tennessee, and Buff City Soap was founded in Memphis, Tennessee. It was a play on word. So Memphis is the bluff city. Mm-hmm. And so it's a play on word, buff, you know, you take a shower in the buff. And so it's, you know, Buff City Soap. And just from me being here and starting this company here in the Memphis area, um, I have uh, West Tennessee is very, very warm to my heart. Wow. How would you describe the customer here? The Memphis customer or the West Tennessee customer, they're incredibly loyal to our brand. They're they're super friendly. They become part of your family. When you mm-hmm. when those customers walk in, the relationships they have with our employees and the guests walk in, typically our employees know exactly what that customer's coming in for because they come very, very often. And yeah. the relationships that they build, they're great customers. Wow. Tim, what would you say? Like what's special about this part of the country? You own multiple businesses and states all over this part of the country. What it's makes just, it unique? It's just they're good people. I mean, honestly, they, they really are. I mean, your, your customers become your family. And, you know, seeing these folks every single day, and, and, and we do see them every single day. I mean, I remember our first store we opened up, and I saw the same customer seven days in a row. But, again, it goes back to the passion that people have for the product, being a good product and everything. But customers are just family. Great. Let's kind of move into pride in general. So what are you most proud of about being an owner of this business? You know, I'm most proud of the people that I get to work with every single day. And so there's something to be said, you know, my work family, I love the people that I work with every single day so much that in turn, they fall in love with the brand. They love the customer. And you know, my saying to my group all the time is if you take care of that guest, when they walk through these doors, you treat them like guests in your home. The money and the success is a byproduct of that. You take care of them when they come through the doors and everything else falls into place. And, yeah. and it does. It absolutely does. You, you can stare at KPIs and reports all day long and those things are important in business, right? But at the end of the day, take care of the people that are purchasing from you. All that falls into place. Mm-hmm. Tim, let's go to you just around pride. So you think about this business and the, the people you employ. What are you most proud of? The same as Charlie. I mean, it, it's the people. This has been the same for me in any business I've been in. And to me, it, it's developing future leaders. And we're very blessed. I mean, we have employees that have been with us a very long time. It's a focus for us to create a good culture in our company. And if we didn't have the people we have today, we wouldn't have these stores at all. And we couldn't grow the way we grow. So definitely the people, um, like, like Charlie said, it's a family. It, it really is. We work together. We work hard together, but we also play hard together. It, it's about having fun along the way, too. Yeah, I, I could, could see that. I mean, you can't help but have fun in a business like this that's so hands-on. You're not just 
kind of talking about it, you're doing the work. Yeah. You're creating the soap. That's so engaging and it's so interesting for your customers to experience. Um, I want to go back what you said around kind of training and manpower planning. So you have plans to open dozens, if not hundreds of more locations. You can only do that with having a great bench of people moving through the company. Like who are your next store leaders? Who are your next district managers and so on? So what are you doing to address that? Yeah, so bench planning is a big part of our business. We 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 knew when we we grew in uh, Suntan City that to grow from 13 stores one year to 90 in, in four years, we had to have the bench. Yeah. And we spend a lot of time on our bench planning, and we talk about who's our future leaders, who replaces who, and even Charlie and I talk about it all the time, who replaces us, because everybody needs to be replaced at some point. Mm -hmm. So we spend a lot of time on that, because if we didn't do that, we couldn't grow at the pace that we're growing at. But again, we're just blessed that we have good people that work for us. And, and you know, we have a lot of good folks to look at and say, hey, these are our next leaders of tomorrow. Such a luxury. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. But it also doesn't happen by accident. That's a very intentional act yeah. to build a bench of people. And they may all be incredible. That is really important work. Yeah. You know? And when you think about the retail industry, whether it's Buff City Soap or anywhere else, the idea of bringing people into the industry and teaching them skills that then become an important part of their, the rest of their life, it's important work. And it's magical when it happens. Absolutely. It's great to watch, yep. for sure. You want to add anything, Charlie, around training and development of your team? You and I have had a couple of phone calls, and I've spent a little bit of time with you. You seem very hands-on in this business. Well, you know, in the, in the very beginning when you only had one location or two locations or three locations and I knew absolutely nothing about business, I did not have an option but to be hands-on. You know, I don't have a business degree, um, but I was passionate enough to get my hands dirty and, you know, you figure it out. And I've made every mistake there is to make in business. However, I don't think that I would have made the same decisions if I was business savvy. If I had that MBA, I probably wouldn't have took risk that I took to get where we are today. Mm. You know, and as far as bench planning, we pride ourselves in, in growing individuals. You know, we, we are definitely in the business of empowering our employees and we pride ourselves on getting them to the next level. There are several in our audience here today that started as a part-time employee and now moved to full-time. There are several managers in the audience and mm -hmm. district managers and regional managers and you know many of those were hired from within and it's not easy, right? Growing right. a business is not easy and you're right, it has to be intentional and all of the employees that we have here in the audience it comes with a lot of change and a lot of challenges and there's a lot of heartache and tears. Um, but growing a business, you have to roll with the punches yeah. and you've got to get on the train and go or, or get off, but you <laughs> have to be willing to adapt. And sometimes that's very, very difficult. Right. You said you opened how many locations in 2021 between the two of you? 32. You opened 32 locations in 2021 in a time where from my experience, this business that's very hands-on was probably one of the most challenged from COVID. Right. So it was in the middle of a pandemic, um, but we sell soap. And 
people needed soap very badly. They were very conscious of that. And so, you know, because we were a necessity, we were able to stay open. We had to go curbside delivery and it was very much a challenge, but we never closed our doors. We were here and we took phone orders and it was curbside pickup for quite some time. Mm. But in the middle of a pandemic, we opened those 31 locations and never closed one of our doors. Wow. Wow. What a testament to to your leadership as owners and how to continue to make positive impacts on people's lives by keeping them employed and keeping the doors open. It's really impressive. Thank you. Thank you. I want to, Tim, if you can give us, you're really the first guest that I've had on this podcast that are franchise owners and maybe a little bit of knowledge for the audience about what does that mean? So you kind of start something small, so small number of locations that's growing very quickly. How does the the infrastructure for that work for you? It's funny because we we went through that at Suntan City. I mean, we were small. We had five stores and eventually grew it to 90 corporate locations, then became a franchisor. And then, you know, we have about 160 franchise locations. And it, it was tough. I mean, we went through many years of growing. And, and the blessing for us is we understood that we had to build our infrastructure first, and then we build the stores afterwards. So, you know, with the blessing of our uh, founder, he's like, let's let's build this, let's get the people, let's build the systems, and then we can scale this. We did that. And then the, the beauty of that is, is when we got into Buff, we had that infrastructure. And, and it made mm-hmm. a difference for us. It helped us grow. The only thing we didn't have is we didn't have a Charlie Gorman. So pairing up with her, with her knowledge in the business, it just, it worked well for us. Yeah. And going, kind of going back to what you were talking about just a little bit ago, the one thing that Charlie and I have a lot of pride in is we never make decisions sitting behind a desk. We always get our operators involved and we are in the stores, especially the busiest week of the year, the the week leading up to Christmas, we're in the stores working. We put everything to the side and we get in the stores and make product, wait on customers, things like that. Those are some long days, though. (laughs) No doubt. They are, but they're my favorite days. You are true retailers at heart. If those are your favorite days, then you can tell that you love it. Let's um, kind of speak a little bit about Retail Pride. I know, Charlie, you showed up today with a book that is highlighted and dog-eared, and that's my favorite version of Retail Pride. Was there anything that stood out to you specifically? Absolutely. Your three pillars are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, when you talk about empathy and curiosity and focus, I mean, it just, it's the three pillars. I mean, I can live my business life just thinking of those exact three things. Hmm. And you say it very well in the book too. You take care of the customer and everything else falls into place. Yeah. And take care of your team, which is exactly what you've done. Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, you have to take care of the team first and you teach the team to take care of the customer. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you, your book is absolutely phenomenal and it was a wonderful read. Thank you. Thank you. How do you kind of utilize empathy in your day in, day out ownership, leadership? Well, role? you know, the, the three things that I always tell my team is, you know, you help the customer win when they walk through the door. And that's being empathetic to their needs. What is it that they're looking for when they walk through the door? Is it a gift? Is it they have a skin condition? Mm -hmm. Is it moisturizer? What is it? So show empathy to that customer. And in my words, always say, help that customer win. And part of that is being curious. So you can't learn what that is. And maybe it's an uncomfortable conversation about a skin condition or or something that you have a solution for. 
You have to ask the right questions to that customer. You're empathetic to them. Now let's be curious. What are you here for? What is it that I can help you accomplish when you're inside this store? And then your third pillar is focus. Now let's make the sale. What is it that you need? And let me help you with what that need is. Right, exactly. I'm very happy to hear that that stood out to you as this idea of no matter your role, and I say this often, no matter your role in our industry, that you're a president and an owner and you still can find nuggets in that. You can still find ideas of empathy and curiosity and focus, no matter your role in this industry. And that is, I think it's very unique and special to the work that we do that those also resonate with you. Oh, absolutely. And no one gets out of school and says, I want to go into retail. You know, that that's typically not a passion of everyone. But when you get into retail, you end up falling in love with it. I can give countless examples of employees who have said, it's time for me to get a big girl job. <laughs> and they leave. And I'll often say, sometimes the grass is not greener on the other side. And I'll welcome you back with open arms <laughs> when you decide to return. And most often they come back and they say, you know what? I'm really good at this retail and I want to come back. And so then they begin to take pride in what they do every yeah. single day. And yeah. you say that very well in your book. Thank you. Thank you. Last question, um, because it sounds as though you're, as you're rapidly growing the space in this part of the country, that you're very involved in local communities. So whether that's before you open a location, but even after. So can you maybe, Tim, share a little bit about how you're engaged with local community? We, we try to be very involved with the Chamber of Commerce first. Um, that, that's the first thing we go to when we go into a market. But then we, you know, we try to get into the schools, the hospitals, and any, anywhere we can go to just give people our product and, and, and kind of give them the story about Buff City Soap and then have them understand who we are. Great. Charlie? We do a lot of grassroots marketing outside the four walls. And as Tim mentioned, we pride ourselves on getting the school systems, getting the hospitals, fundraisers, local organizations. You know, they're always looking for ways to make money for their organizations. And we love helping with with that. These soccer teams come in and they create their own magical experience in Buff City. And they go and sell that product for profit for their organization. Mondays and Wednesday nights, we reserve for Buff Give Back nights, and any organization can come in, and 10% of those proceeds go back to that organization. And so we're very ingrained in the communities where our locations are located. Wow. It's another reason why your team is so proud to work here. As you open all of these hundreds of locations, the idea of community involvement is really high on candidates' lists of what, what do you do for my local community? Right. And you're already doing it. All of our locations have what we call brand ambassadors, and their job is to get out in the community and, and share the Buff City story and tell them how we can partner and help you know those organizations out in our community. Wow. Nice. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure. It's such a joy to sit in this space and to hear your stories and to watch the growth of what this is going to become and already is but will become even bigger um so thank you both thank you thank Thank you you. and i'm so happy to have your team in the audience here today thank you we've enjoyed it so much thank you for having us of course it was great being here thank you thank you charlie and tim for being on the show today and to everyone for listening I learned so much about your business and I can't wait to start using these products myself. 
pay your retail pride forward and subscribe, review, and then share this podcast with everyone you know in retail. And of course, there are a lot of us. Go to retailpride.com and follow me on Instagram at retailpride to see all the details about the Retail in America tour, past episodes, playlists, videos, future cities, and more. And you can always host a retail networking event or just say hello. Keep your retail pride strong and I will see you on the road. Thank you.